1: Clint and Carlos, forced down by a blinding Sahara sandstorm, find themselves without fuel and water the following morning. Knowing that they cannot last long under the blazing sun and unable to call for assistance because their shortwave radio is not working, the boys are wondering just what to do next when distant blasting is heard. Clint fires three signal shots, hoping they will bring friends and not wild desert tribesmen. They think the worst when a band of horsemen appear over the sand dunes, shouting and waving their weapons, and barricade themselves in their plane. They get another surprise, however, for the riders are led by an Irishman, Mickey O'Brien, who announces that he is from the Atlantean expedition. Clint and the others prepare to leave the plane, still on the lookout for a possible trap. All right, climb out, boys. Keep
0: your guns handy, just in case. And Carlos. See, Clint, don't forget you're in disguise now as an Arab. Live up to your looks. It is well. No one shall know that I am not what I appear to be, Good. You ready, Speed? You bet. Let's pile out, then. See if this Mickey O'Brien was telling the truth.
2: All standing around, just watching
0: us. Come on. The one approaches who called himself O'Brien.
2: Oh, oh, boy Ha, and
3: now for the love of heaven, just what are you after doing way out here in the middle of nowhere, gentlemen? And what's your business? Ah, and I see you have your guns handy. Now, if you want to fight, you're badly outnumbered. I'm reminding you of that. Well, we don't want to fight. We were forced down by a sandstorm. Ah, the sandstorm, was it? And wasn't it a bad one? That's why we didn't hear you land then. We were all undercover during the blow. Ah, tis a miracle you escaped being buried, lads. But you haven't told me who you are yet. We're members of the International Secret Police. The Secret Police? Away out here. Now, what would you be after?
0: We we were on our way to the Belgian Congo to investigate the disappearance of one of our clients. Oh,
3: that's it. Then a weary flight you have ahead of you. I'm thinking you'll be needing some help from us if you made a forced landing. Why? Oh, yes, yes, we will. But first, let us
0: introduce ourselves, Mr. O'Brien. This is Speed Gibson. This is Dakar El Guilamo, and I'm Clint
3: Barlow. How are you? Barlow! Uh, Not the Clint Barlow. Well, <laughs> I'm the only one I know of. Sure, and I never thought I'd have the luck to meet you, sir. May I shake your hand? Atlantis is at your disposal. Atlantis? Uh, we call our camp that. Sure, and you've heard about our expedition here in the Sahara? Uh, a little. You yeah. must make it your home as long as you wish.
2: I'll have some of the boys here drag your plane to camp with their horses. Oh, I wish. we're sure glad you're so friendly, Mr. O'Brien. When you saw all of you coming over the dunes, we thought we were going to be attacked.
3: <laughs> sure, and you weren't so far along, Speed. When my guard heard your signal shots and came up to take a look, he feared you might be enemies. Enemies? Yes, El Gilemo. Since we have started excavation at this spot, various attempts have been made to raid us. Ah, we take no chances. And that is why we rode armed.
0: I see. By the beard of the prophet, it must be hazardous, this quest at the lost Atlantis.
3: Sure, man, and you never spoke a truer word. And your own countrymen. If you pardon me for saying so, add their bit to the hazards. When we find Atlantis, they fear that the whole world will come to Sahara. If you find it. I'll swear to that, Mr. Barlow. We've already found specimens of the last continent. Ah, but why do we stand here talking? We'll take you back to camp where you may refresh yourselves while your plane is brought over. We'll ride double. Come on, Speed. Up behind me.
2: Okay, Clint.
0: Yes, Vin. I think we found a real friend in Mickey O'Brien. We'll go to his camp, and in return for his kindness, perhaps we can help him someday.
3: Well, Well,
0: here we are at the Atlantean expedition and snug as bugs in a rug. Seemingly. But we can't take any chances.
2: You mean Mickey might really be an octopus gangster, Clint?
0: No. I'm convinced that he's honest, and most of the men in this camp are sincere in their belief that they're actually on the track of the lost Atlantis. But since the octopus is behind this syndicate, he undoubtedly has spies in camp. We must make sure we're not overheard. Don't worry, amigo. I have already examined these huts we're resting in. There are no microphones in here. (laughs) We shall not be heard by anyone excepting ourselves.
2: They sure got a swell camp here, Clint.
0: Yes, indeed. Permanent housing, plenty of water from that oasis here, and every modern tool they might need for their actual work. A laboratory and and a shortwave radio. Don't forget that
2: you think they talked to the octopus on that?
0: No, probably to the Atlantean headquarters in Tangier. And Mickey said they had offices there, you remember? Oh, yeah.
2: When are we going to leave here and go on to Regan, Clint?
0: Well, probably tomorrow morning, Speed. I think we've earned one good night's sleep, don't you?
2: I'll say. I almost hate to leave this place. Swell meals, hot baths, and no worries about the weather or whether the fuel and water
0: holds out. Which reminds me, have you enough fuel and water to reach Regan, Clint? More than enough, Carlos. Mickey's out of that. What's bothering me now is how to get word to Captain Andre and Commodore Ricard that we're safe. Remember what Ricard said? That he'd send out a search if he didn't hear something from us within, oh, 48 hours? See, he must be told that we are safe. Yeah,
2: but how? Our shortwave set won't help, even after it's repaired, because they haven't a receiving set. Oh,
0: well, we'll have to hope for the best. We can't wait too long here at Atlantis camp. That's a cinch.
2: Mr. Barrow!
3: Mr. Barrow, may I
0: come in? It's Mickey. Now, don't forget your disguise, Carla. No, and don't forget... You have to think up a reason for leaving me here. Yeah.
3: Oh, uh, yes, come right in, Mickey. Gosh, do I hear hyenas? <laughs> you certainly do, Spade. Uh, do you like their music? If you do, I lay at the door. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind, Mickey. I can do without them, all right. <laughs> uh, Mr. Barlow. Yes? Uh, a has just written in from the desert asking for you. he uh, says he's from the Adrar post. Adrar?
0: Good. Now I can send messages to
2: Captain Andre and Commodore Ricard. Oh, you wait here, Speed, with Galema while I go and talk with the mist. Okay, Clint. Gee, I'm glad that Legionnaire found us. That'll save us lots of time and save them worry. See, Speed, and now I have a chance to talk to you. What do you mean? When
0: you leave here, amigo, naturally you and Clint will fly on alone and into dangerous territory.
2: Yeah, but we'll be all right. Of
0: course, but just in case anything should happen, Speed, and you find yourself alone...
2: You mean anything happen to Clint,
0: but it can I know, I know, but just in case it does and you are separated, lose no time in returning here. Or better yet, if possible, tell me what has happened over the shortwave radio, and I will come to you no matter where you are. That's
2: swell of you, Carlos. Clint's leaving the portable shortwave set with you, huh?
0: See, it will not take me long to make the repairs on it, particularly since they have a shortwave station here in camp. We shall also repair the flight station in the plane before you take off.
2: Yeah. You feel lost when you can't talk to anybody outside by shortwave. It sure saved our necks plenty of times. And
0: uh, one thing more, Speed. What, Carlos? I want you to take this ring I am wearing
2: on my little finger
0: and wear it constantly.
2: Your ring, Carlos? Why, I've never seen it off your hand before. It
0: is a powerful protection speed. It is an African voodoo ring. White voodoo. Good. Now, if you ever get into trouble with the natives, no matter where you are in Africa, show them this ring and they leave you alone. It is a taboo. As long as you wear it, you are untouchable.
2: Well, wouldn't it be better if you gave this to Clint then?
0: No, no. Clint knows how to protect himself, but you are young yet. You may find yourself in a situation that only these rings can get you out of. Wear it constantly, Speed. Never take it off. But what about you? I won't need it here. I know that. Uh, not on the desert. But you're going down into voodoo country, the land of African magic.
2: You mean you really think there's something to all that magic stuff, Carlos?
0: Wait until you've been some time in Africa. You'll think so too, Speed. But whether you think so or not, wear the ring.
2: Swear that it will never leave your hand. I promise, Carlos. And thanks. Gosh, it's an odd ring. Why, it's a little man with his hands over its head holding on to its feet. It's just like wearing a little body wrapped around your finger.
0: See, made of ivory. Well, that's that. After some food and rest, our legionnaire will return to our
3: draw. <laughs> Brave lads, these legionnaires. Uh, we don't have much occasion to see them down here. Uh, what's that you have, Speed? Oh, uh, a ring. Well,
0: doesn't that belong to Delemo, Speed? Uh, yes. I gave it to the boy, Cita Barlow. It's often admired. Oh, Oh, I understand. By the way, Mickey, uh, could you find a place for Galemo here in camp for the time being?
3: He is welcome to stay as our guest.
0: No, I think he can help you a great deal. He understands shortwave radio and also speaks a variety of African
3: dialects. He might serve you as an interpreter. We could certainly use such an expert, uh, particularly if he understands shortwave radio. Uh, To be utterly frank, I'm not altogether satisfied with our operator. He's not always to be dependent upon. Then Gilema can remain here until we return from Leopoldville. Sure, and I'll consider it a favor if he stays. That radio operator of mine locks himself in the control room. For what reason? I've never been able to fathom. That trans receiving set is for Atlantean business and not for his pleasure. Uh, To see what other stations he can pick up. Sure, and I think that's
2: what he's doing now
1: Octopus, Atlantean Station calling the Octopus Flight Station. Standing by for two ways. Octopus replying to Atlantean Station. What is it, operator? Secret police arrived here today. O'Brien found them in the desert, grounded by a sandstorm. Grounded? And O'Brien had to rescue them. They seem very friendly. Yes, yes, that is their way. Too bad the sand dunes of the Sahara didn't bury them forever before O'Brien found them. But I'll stop them at Cano. Uh, I'm nearing there now. Barlow just sent a magic message to the Legion post at Adra, reassuring the captain there that they were all right. Good, good, very good. <laughs> that leaves me a clear course. When does Barlo plan to leave the expedition? Tomorrow morning. But he leaves the Arab here. Arab? What Arab? One who travels with him and the boy. He is called Galemo. That is Carlos Del Valle in disguise. Watch him well. He is dangerous. I understand. Shall I do more than merely watch? No, you fool! Nothing must happen at the expedition excavation that will arouse suspicion. No violence of any sort, you understand? Yes. Let Barlow leave a spy in my camp and let him take off for again, and then I fly on to Kano. That will be his last landing in Africa. <laughs>